Hello and welcome back to Crafting Creative, episode two, with your host, me, Ben, also known as MX, and I'm excited to get into this episode. So today I'm going to be talking about a problem that a lot of creatives struggle with that I see, uh, which is the fear of failure, because a lot of craft that people make uh, has a lot of personal identity imbued into it, and people see their art as a reflection of themselves. So having their art out in the public face and allowing it to be criticized is quite daunting for a lot of people, because it's almost like the criticism is directed at them and not the art. So I'm just going to give my perspective on it and how you can get over the fear of failure so you can create even better art and actually get some stuff out there and stop self-paralyzing yourself with the fear of uh, the judgment that comes with failure. I feel like art is so personal because people put a lot of time and energy into it and everybody wants their art to be perfect immediately but that's just not the way the world works because you've got to fail to grow. And nobody is amazing straight off the bat unless you're imbued with talent. But even then, talent is nothing if you don't have hard work pushing it along. I feel like in society today, the expectation to be instantly perfect is getting more and more crushing on people due to social media and the internet showing people's highlight reels and nobody sees the behind the scenes and all of the effort that it takes for these celebrities and influencers to actually get where they were. For every overnight success, there was years of hard work put in before that just so they could get to the point when the success came. Because if you're not prepared for the success, then it will come and you won't be able to do anything with it. And then it will just go as quickly as it came. And you're just going to waste the opportunity. For me, anyway, I think that creating a foundation of good work in preparation for your opportunity coming is way better than just thinking that opportunity will come after your first uh, creation. So I know a lot of people in the past that with me were dreaming about becoming a great uh, musician or music producer or artist. And a lot of them were making a lot of work, but they weren't releasing anything. And their work wasn't bad, but it was very personal to them and it didn't really have a lot of um, audience appeal. And a lot of them were dreamers. They thought that when they released their work, it would be an immediate hit. They were going to get thousands of streams and they were going to be signed or like gain loads of following. And that's just not how the world works because whatever you do, you have to put effort in to reap the rewards and nothing comes for free. And if it does, then what's the point of getting it in the first place? I feel like if you don't appreciate the journey, the rewards at the end are going to be less meaningful and more fading because you'll get the achievement, it will go. And then what are you left with? Nothing because you all you did was create one thing and now you've got nothing else to show for your career. So with the fear of failure, I feel like everybody struggles with it. No matter who you are, who you talk to, everybody is very critical of themselves and doesn't like being judged. And some people just handle it better than others. So when I started, my music was terrible, but I knew I really, really wanted to be a great musician. So what I did was I just kept creating and kept publishing and putting all of my work out and I got a lot of negative feedback, I can't lie. But it sort of hardens you in a way. It's like, 
when you go for a run, the first run is always the worst. But after a month, the run doesn't seem as bad. It's probably still as painful as the first run. But because you're used to it, the pain subsides and you can start actually feeling the good that running benefits you. And I feel like it's the same with anything. The more you do it, the more you get used to it and the more known it becomes. I feel like a lot of people fail to get past the first hurdle just because they're afraid that people will judge them. And I think that's kind of a sad thing. But obviously, one of the best ways is to just release stuff. And even before the release process, like some people so concerned that they won't be good enough that they don't even try to do the thing. Like say somebody wants to be an author, but they're so scared that their book's going to be terrible and they're going to waste all this time that they don't even bother writing the first chapter. And I feel like people just have to realize that whatever you make at the start is going to be bad. Like you just don't know what you're doing. It's going to be bad, but you need to have the failures to grow because you learn so much more failing than you do succeeding. And I saw this firsthand the other day when I was at the DJ Society at my university. So it's it was starting third year. Uh, we had a lot of new people join the society to learn about DJing and people who are passionate about DJing. But a lot of these people had never touched the DJ decks before. And some of the people at the DJ Society, like the society president and all of the committee, are really good DJs. So these people felt kind of threatened by the talent that they saw because these guys had been doing DJing for years and they were really good at it. And these people thought they wouldn't be good enough to even get started. So a lot of people didn't even try or if they did try they weren't really like letting loose and just having fun with it and I feel like that's one of the the big issues is again just people seeing perfection and being sad that they can't achieve that themselves but with me I came to the DJ society in the third year I didn't really know how to DJ um, and after one or two lessons with uh, these great incredible people I learned so much and I could DJ to a reasonable level I could mix like I wasn't doing anything fancy but I could transition to another song without it feeling awkward and I feel like if you're going into something new just be open and try and find people that are better than you and learn from them because it's so much easier and so much better if you can learn from somebody who's already doing it because they've already been through the process of failure and they can give you a lot of tips that you may have to figure out yourself if you're just learning yourself. So it can cut out a lot of the hurdles that have got the coach to where they are and you can avoid them. Finding a mentor is probably a good idea to get past that fear of failure because they can just show you the way. And if you don't know how to do something, they probably do. So you can ask them and then you can learn a lot faster and it will stop any negative thoughts coming into your head that may make you quit. And I feel like it's always nice having somebody who you can rely on to help you out. And it would just improve so much quicker. And then the second way for myself, like I never had a mentor when I was uh, starting with music production. I was literally just using YouTube videos and just trying to figure it out myself. And I feel like one of the things that got me through the early years of my music production journey is just 
trying to make something bad. <laughs> like if I was learning um, like a new music technique, a new effect, anything that I didn't know how to do before, I was like, let's try and just absolutely break this effect. <laughs> so for example, um, compression in music. So for people who don't know music, compression basically uh, squeezes the uh, audio file to make the levels more equal. So there's no peaks and there's no quiet parts. And when I was starting out, I had no idea what compression was. I didn't know how to use it. So basically what I did is I just cranked the compression to max and it absolutely ruined the sound <laughs> that I was using it on. But it's just a good way to learn things. I feel like if you're trying to get it exactly right straight away, you're not really learning how to do the thing. You just sort of know where it should sound good. And then you're just using that. Like you don't know the limits of the um, thing you're trying to do. And it's the same for like me with music theory. When I started, I didn't know any music theory because I'd never been classically trained on any instrument. So I was <laughs> going around um, and I was learning like scales and melodies and chords. And with chords, um, I didn't realize that progressions really mattered. And I was looking, I was Googling what are the best progressions for chords and obviously there's like the one six four five two five one and stuff like that and for a long time i was literally just sticking to these chord progressions that i knew worked and didn't really venture out but after a while i realized all of my songs were sounding the same because i was using the same instruments the same chords and they all just sounded pretty similar and i was like you know what I'm just going to mess around with chords and see which ones work together. So I spent a whole day just creating every different chord on every different scale, putting them all in different ways, just trying to figure out what worked. And a lot of it sounded absolutely shocking. <laughs> um, but eventually I found some good progressions and I managed to make some good songs out of them. So I feel like any creative task is just trial and error. And then after that, when you figured out your art, I feel like the next hurdle is releasing it into the public. And this is very daunting for a lot of people because you've been working so hard on your art and now you're going to release it to people. And the way that the internet works and because of everything being so perfect, obviously you're worried that your music's not going to be as good as these other people and you're going to get a lot of criticism from it. But I promise you, no one cares. And I feel like that is the thing, the major thing that I wanted to get in this podcast episode. No one cares about your work, especially when you're starting out. There's so much art. There's so much music. There's so many books. No one's going to care about your book. And I feel like that's a great thing because at the end of the day, you can release stuff. And if people enjoy it, great. Um, you might get some fans out of it, but a lot of people will be like, oh, it's just another book. And then that in itself is a learning process because with art, if you're going to make money out of it, you need to have an audience and you need to create fans. If you never release work, you won't know what, what fans are looking for and you will never have an audience and you'll just be writing random stuff or drawing random stuff just because you want to. And that's a, a very valid thing, but with audiences, you need to find out a niche or a style that will keep people coming back to your work. And you can only really get that by trial and error 
of testing things out to people. Say you release a piece of art and some people like it and a lot of people just ignore it. And then you release another bit of art that's quite similar to the previous one and more people are starting to see it and more people are liking it. You know you're onto something because that growth is generating. I feel like the best way to really improve in something is by letting other people critique your work. You will always get negative comments. And I feel like getting negative comments is the first step to creating something great. Because if people are giving you negative comments, that means they have seen your work, they have noticed your work. And that's the biggest thing. Getting people to notice what you're doing is the biggest step in becoming great in a creative field. And if you can do that, you're definitely on the right track. And then if you just keep pushing and keep improving, at some point, those negative comments will start turning positive. And at that point, you made it. Because as soon as it's positive, and as soon as you got some fans, if you just keep going, keep being consistent, you'll grow and grow and it'll be great. Just to wrap up this podcast, you need to allow yourself to be critiqued and allow yourself to fail to grow. And a lot of people fail because they don't want to do that. But if you can manage to grow as an artist, grow as a person, you'll be set to take on the world and take over the world with your art. And I wish you luck. Uh, if you have any questions, let me know. Uh, my Instagram is in the bio. Thank you for tuning in. I've been Ben. This has been Crafting the Creative. And as always, have a great day.